here we are again, fellas. Yo, welcome to the pod. The pod, the pod, the pod. I drove here with you. We're putting on a show, you oh, idiot. All right. Yeah, we're back. We're doing another podcast. Another pod, the pod. And I, pod, to be honest, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm. About a, this. You're excited. Oh about yeah. This. Yeah. Why are you? Can you stole my thunder. Yeah. I'm excited about yeah, this. Oh really? Tell us why you're excited. But let me just well, say one thing first. Isn't it funny how people say, "Can I be honest with you for a minute?" Were you going to lie to me? Not being honest. Like why do we? And I do too. I do too. Why do we always say that? I don't know. It makes me feel like somebody's lying. It's like an icebreaker or something. Can I be honest with you? It's true. What were you doing before? Exactly. Lying to you for all these years. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good. So tell us why you're excited. Well, I said I was excited. Yeah, but you're no, not. But he's ex- even more excited. I'm way more yes, excited. You're excited. You're drafting his excitement on yes. this. Yes, and I even I even wore a shirt that's very Andy centric, specifically. Yeah, I don't, you I don't did. know why. For this day, what I'm going to describe why? it for you Have listeners you out the there. Have seen the videos we've been doing? You're always wearing some weird, crazy shirt. It's you guys are all over the place. And you use accents. First, I too. wear too much black. Now, no, I'm, no, no, no. Accents. Your accents. It's ridiculous. You ever notice Andy? He no. goes like this. What do you mean? I notice. What do you mean? He goes like this. Hey, Andy, what are you doing today? Uh. I'm working. No, guys. Yes. No. Yeah. As you try to be I'll Johnny Depp, no. Brendan Fraser, whatever the hell you're Very trying nice. to be. No, this is what's happening. I'm Johnny Depp. I'm now. sitting I'm from in the. I'm from overseas, Joel. No, I'm sitting. <laughs> yes. I don't take. I don't have a British accent. You have no, some it's weird, Scottish. It's I don't weird. sound Scottish. Yes, Andy, you do. There is a go right now on our okay. socials. No, there is a video. I forget what it is, but I come in. I'm like, Convenient. here we are at Lawrence Brothers Inc. And we're doing a little work. Uh, we're working on a lot of new things. Andy, what are you doing? And he looks up from his from his laptop. By the way, he wasn't doing anything. Okay, and he looks up. He was playing some weird game, because that's what he always does. And he literally goes like this, dead serious. Yeah, dead serious. He goes, I'm working. Like, this weird Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp has a whole different accent now. Like, I love Depp, but I don't know what part of the world That happens a lot with celebrities. As they get older, if you notice, like, Madonna Madonna is British. Let me speak. thing ever. Because I spend such long, I spend such long stints in silence. Explain to us your dialect That I think that's why my voice hits a slightly lower register and I'm talking a little less. With an uh, accent. There's no accent no, 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 right you know what it, here. No, you know what it is. Yeah. is. He's had plenty of time to think over what he's going to say. Absolutely. Oh, so he's yeah. accentuating yes. and he talking goes, like you. Absolutely. Because he has right. really formulated an amazing idea. Like this. Uh, this he absolutely Roasting like Andy. This. Come on. He let's stay on course. Oh, roasting. There's, where do we begin? With your what your 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 weaponry, your doomsday prepping. Yeah. What else? Well, By the way, if things go down. Uh, three, go three gourmet Home cooked meals for Mr. Schmee a day. A day. These are these it's, are compliments. By the way, it's a beautiful who thing. Who got you the hat? I love it. Who got you the Schmee hat? You guys are throwing now compliments at yeah, me. I was roasting me for five we, minutes. We insult and compliment. It makes it easier. It's yin and yang. Of course. It's easier to we take. We give you a little something and then we take it away. Like I love my you favorite, guys again. My favorite. Yeah. My favorite part is Andy has like all these different gears, but he has one gear. Yeah. That one I call, gear. I call. I call the tenth gear. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, Andy will you heard come out. Nine-speed automatics. Andy will come out. Andy will come out and be, you know, a little grumpy in the morning. He's like, hey, he doesn't want to talk much. And then all of a sudden, he's I'm not kidding. a morning. I'll guy. like, I'll go in the bathroom. I'll brush my teeth. I come out, and he's outside pacing on the phone to like Tim, his, <laughs> his producing partner. I mean, he's like, yes. So I'm gonna tell you something, buddy. Here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna. And I'm like, where did this energy? Oh my god. He went from zero to two thousand mm-hmm. in exactly oh. one minute. I store it up. I am all working, right. Joe. I'm working. Or, or or when I come out at seven in the morning and he looks at me with these huge giant bifocals on, he's got all these yeah. tools and napkins all over the tables, and he's prepping his weaponry oh, for the day, you know, cleaning it, no, you know, wrapping it, maintenance, tissue. Maintenance is important on everything. Is important, Speaking Joe. of weapons, go ahead. Andy. This is why I know Andy's excited. Well, we have like you too. We have a, we're all fanboy An here. extremely special guest. Um, I, I'm honored that he, that he came by today. Let's call our guest friends. We've, we've, he's a, he is a dear friend of mine. 
we have a friend. I'm super here stoked today. to be able to call him a friend for almost, I mean, over ten years now. I've known, this, I've known this man for wow. ten years. Wow. He has treated me like family. He is a he's a he's a wonderful uh, individual, and he's one of the world's best uh, champion shooters, a wow. grandmaster to novices. Woo. That means he's not to be messed with. Uh, he's a weapons expert, manufacturer, and Hollywood's most sought-after uh, weapons trainer. Yeah, he's done everything, Mr. Right? Taron Butler. Yay! Let's welcome Taron! 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 Everybody give a round of applause for What's up, man? Dude? How you doing, brother? How you doing, What's up, brother? man? How are you? Good. All right. Good to see you. Look at this guy. Show. Yeah, it's wow. great to have you, man. Welcome, Welcome to the Brody Love Pod. Yeah. This is I your guys' career the whole entire time, too. Really? Seen oh all your gosh. shows, everything. Oh, cool. Thanks, oh, man. Yeah, Brody I appreciate Love, it. Blossom, oh, my God. Jeez. All the fun stuff, everything you guys have done. Yeah, it's been a long yeah. journey, dude. 41 Dance years. Of the stars. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, some of my finest work. I didn't watch it. Didn't really need a weapon on that one, though. I used to love Dance with the Stars. Yeah, it's. It's strange just, now. There's too many episodes. It's too many. And, Every and, show has its peak and valley. Yeah. I was fortunately hit that right when it hit its peak, and I don't know where yeah. it's at right well, now. That was, that was a somewhere. great season, it was. Yeah. Emmett Smith. By the way, was, you, Emmett, and Mario? Yeah. I don't yeah. think you can beat that. It was one of those, look, like any sport, the playoffs, it depends on the matchups, you know? And True. that's what makes the great sport, you know, either whether it's a game or whether it's Super Bowl, it's the matchup. Yeah, you guys that all elevated that each season, other. That matchup, that season, we were all there on fire, got to the finals, and it was just yeah. a really competitive yeah. year. It's so no longer plus. live. No. Which is, it's on ABC. Yeah. It means it's dead. Exactly. It's, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, how metaphoric. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, but dude, you have yeah. worked on amazing stuff and continue to work Thank on you. amazing stuff. Um, you. you know, we were all talking about the, you know, the, our, our love of John Wick. Just to even Woo! mention one of the Let's things. just give a little, yeah, right yeah John Wick love right it's, there. It's, but, it's one you. of the few franchises that that somehow continuously gets better. I think this latest installment is my favorite one. One hundred percent. It's unbelievable. A lot of man. people are saying that. Not yeah. only that, but it opened up to the biggest numbers. Did it really? Yeah. When do you yeah. have that exponentially wow. sequel by sequel? Bigger and bigger at the box office. Yeah. That's, that, as you know, almost never. Most sequels get worse. Worse. Yeah. worse. And yeah. do worse at the box office. Yeah. And this one just continuously, every one. Sometimes they don't do worse at the box office, but they're just still Well, they may not open up, and then they yeah. tank. Right. This yeah. one opened right. up the biggest and Very continues few. to be the Indiana biggest. Indiana Jones, Lethal Weapon, yeah, John go. Wick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, true. those are like it's, the ones. It's who you have behind the scenes. The people behind the scenes know, know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, you got Chad Stahelski. You've got his whole team. You've got 8711. All these guys, all these STEM people, they are just on top of it. And that that director is the is a deadly, I call him the deadliest director in the world. Because not only can he beat the living crap out of everybody in the room, plus his shooting ability. He's ambidextrous like Keanu, so he can shoot left hand, right hand. And uh, wow. this wait, is this is the director. director, Chad. director. Oh, didn't I he didn't know be, that. He used to Very be interesting. I didn't Keanu's, know this. Uh, didn't he? Wasn't he? A he was killed. It's, it's pretty well known. He was Keanu's stuntman of the Matrix. They did. They did an audition for a, a guy. And back in the good old back in them days in the nineties, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you know, back yeah. in the good old days. You know, he was yeah. just a raging martial artist. They, they sent all these VHS tapes in, whatever. Right. And the Wachowski <laughs> brothers are watching these tapes, and he did some crazy kick. They're like, okay, he's the guy, a little more chisel looking like you for, for Keanu. You know, but he, they they hired him. You watch it now, and your your DVR, and you slow it down. You can see totally Chad getting kicked against the wall at the end by Agent Smith, whatever. Oh, cool. Doesn't matter, but um, he did this movie, and on the last day, the whole famous scene, the rail car scene, and he told me this: we drive to matches together. You're shooting competition, you know. Who would think? And I love to hear these stories. You know, we're driving for an hour and just telling me I'm asking about the Matrix, all these movies. And on that scene, uh, when agents with him go up and, and hit the, and smash and then fall, and he does the backflip out of the rail car and it runs him over. Oh, yeah. The cables broke, and the other statement landed on him on top of the rail car, steel, oh. broke like 88 bones in his body. What? R- trashed Chad. Wait, the right? director? The Chad. Chad. But Chad, when, when, Chad. Right, when, when he, he was, was a stunt, stunt yeah. man, yeah. the scene oh, where he holds agents with the trains come and he does a backflip yeah. out of oh, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. 
So the Wachowski brothers were so kind and cool. They're going to do part two and three back to back. The movie's such a massive hit. Count one of the top three. Best. Oh, of yeah. course. Top no, four. that was groundbreaking. So they, they, yeah. they, they were loyal to him, and they brought him back to be the second unit director. And the way it works is stuntman to second unit to never a director, except for like Hal Needham back in the end when Burt Reynolds gave him his chance, yeah. you know. And so now Chad opened the door with him and David Leach directed the first John Wicks. They got this script from this uh, Derek Kolstad, whatever his name is. Derek Kolstad, who Kolstad. I know, believe it or not, Derek yeah. Kolstad, just weirdly enough, I had an idea for a movie, which and the script is still there. He wrote a script on spec for me called Shy Ray, oh, about, really? which is a, a modern-day Bonnie and Clyde. I'm trying to get that movie made right now, wow. but Derek blew up and is a big writer, to be perfectly honest, and it's very tough now to get a Derek Kolstad property, but uh, that was a original story by us. Do it. Actually. Do it. I know. It's he, called he Shire. Did, he did Nobody also, that other movie. Oh, yeah. He really trained for that. Okay. Crazy. So, um, so they, basically, they came to Keanu, got the script, and he's like, I want uh, Chad Stahelski and David Leach. They have a place over here by LAX called 8711. They're the best stunt people in the world. They have a team of people. They kind of graduate and they move on and become their own se second unit, but Chad's got the best team. And Keanu took it, you know, told him, like, they're not going to do it. So you don't have that, you have that seamlessness between the whole thing. Because yeah. usually most movies, you got Ang Lee over here teaching the acting and right. cry, do your thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, and all that. And then over here, you get the stunt guys putting all this action together right. and you marry it together. That's every movie. It's always going to be that way. Right. But it's kind of cool to see some of these movies where it's just the director does the whole thing. Hmm. And obviously the movies are heavily action oriented because well, yeah, that's where he's coming from, right? That's it. But it's got good acting too. I honestly feel like he's, Chad, has done what we all were, were hoping John Woo would have done or something like yes. that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's He's really stepped well, into that. Like, well, he's reinvigorated. The badass. He's reinvigorated the action martial arts movie. You know, gun. It's gun like, was but, back though. He's doing the killer in in really? in, in, in right now. They're doing the killer in uh, France right now. Really? Wow. Are there a lot of dubs John in the Wu. movie? I don't know a lot about it. It's just uh, they're wow. doing it. Okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Face Very off. Cool. Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. There's exactly. always the birds. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. a fun one. Yeah. That was super fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I know. Yeah. Cool. I know. So, That's a great you know, you know the weird backstory on that, that uh, Hugh Jackman's career is happened because of that movie. He was going to be uh, basically the the lead bad guy, oh, Duke Gray Scott. Duke Gray Scott was going to be, yeah. he looks like Wolverine. He looks great. Yes. He didn't age nearly as good as, you no, know, he well, whatever, that aside. No, he didn't age He would have like been a very dark, <laughs> dark, good Wolverine, but like he, they wouldn't let him off set. He's going over time, crazy motorcycle trashes, crashes, and they wouldn't let him leave. He had the part with Hallie and everybody. And uh, and Falcon Jansen, and they held him on there, and they got and they got Hugh Jackman, which I think is great because I love Hugh wow, Jackman. Wow, I love Hugh Jackman too. But so it's an oh accident. My oh my gosh, yeah. isn't that funny? Somebody can always thank somebody. Oh you yeah. know, there was that story, and I know this at, at the time because I had the same agent as Billy Baldwin. Okay, yeah, Billy Baldwin got that part in Thelma and Louise, the Brad Pitt part. You know, like the part that broke Brad Pitt. Really, okay? he had that. Billy Baldwin had it first. Yeah, and at the same time, he got the lead opposite. Kurt Russell in Backdraft, Ooh. and we yeah. had the same agent. Hell of a movie, yeah. though, man. Wait, oh and our God. agent backdraft, said, dude. and our and that's, agent said, that's wait, almost, I mean, I don't know, you gotta said, take Backdraft. Right, Russell, our, wait, Kurt Russell, our agent De Niro, said, I mean, you, dude, gotta do, yeah. you gotta do Backdraft, yeah. but actually, the breakout role 
was the yeah, five but scenes it, until I gotta Louise. be honest though, but only because oh, yeah. it was Brad Pitt. It wouldn't have broke Billy no, Ball with like not. it did. Right. He would have been he would have been just like Michael Madsen. Yeah, like, kind right. Of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Exactly. Yeah, that's so, right. That's right. right. You're so okay. Michael Madsen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, but but what's crazy is. Everybody has like a thoroughfare Dude, to a park because I, somebody else passed I, or didn't do it. So yeah. Billy then passed on Thelma and Louise. Yep. Their second choice was Brad Pitt. Otherwise, he never would have gotten that part. I recently, yeah. recently yeah. saw Denzel say that he his one of his biggest regrets was he turned down the Brad Pitt role in Seven. Wow, it was supposed to be Denzel in Seven. Do you want to hear my but biggest? The, the script wow. the script was too dark. Wow, and he was didn't like it. But then when he saw the movie, he said he wished he did it because it was turned out. That's yeah. crazy. I don't think it would have worked. I don't think so either. I think one, it accident, yeah. But you know that uh, Wesley, Snipes, that. Wesley Snipes turned down John Wick 4. He was the tracker. No! Oh, Wait, what? Chad wrote the part for Wesley Snipes. Uh, what is he doing? To... What is he yeah, doing? Yeah, he's so a good at that. Seasoned oh. tracker. Wait, why did he turn that down? Oh. Wesley! It, I, I have... What? Wesley Why, Wesley? What are you doing? <laughs> know, no! Because he did a good movie with uh, yeah, with uh, um, that, that thing on on Netflix with Kevin Hart. He was uh, amazing. Hart. Oh, my God. He was really good. Uh, he was so good. So good well, no, he he would have done John Wick yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, he would have been back. On the red carpet. And even Derek Huff was on the red carpet. Uh, he would have been there with Derek Huff on the red carpet <laughs> a month ago. Derek Huff? The, yeah, he was on the red carpet John Wick 4. Derek really? Huff? Yeah, really? Yeah, the dancer? Yeah. Why? Why? What, what was he doing, he doing there? there? Was, he was he dancing? He just comes to he's like, Sashay, Sashay, what are you doing here? He got here? better seats than I did. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. He's doing That's a crime. He's doing pirouettes on the carpet. But they built all these, they built all these rugs, they built like, okay, for the character they Derek built, Huff. The, the, the armor of Roccolati built him what like a cool, like revolver, a really special, like, you know, old fashioned gun. The lever action, right? Remember the guy, the lever action oh, rifle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he breaks it down. He had the back. I was out of the range with you and him. All and, that, and all post. that was like for all the months, like Wesley Simon's got him. And all of a sudden, like, nah, turns it down. Like, dude, it would have, like, wow. Halle Berry's career went next stratospheric because of Absolutely. John Wick 3. Absolutely. He's on top, like, amazing. That's uh, you know? unbelievable. Yeah, I know. That's I know. a bummer. I'm that so shocked. No I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. I will do, oh. I will literally. I will be a janitor on John Wick 5. Yeah. If I just want, I'll just <laughs> come mopping through going like, hey, just in the middle of action. You, know, you, know? you just take one punch yeah. of Keanu. Yeah. Oh, you walk in. Yeah. Here's the funny Dude. thing. Uh, God has a plan, and Shamir Anderson's a wonderful guy, and he was working on Bruise with Halle Berry. So uh, Chad was there working on God Hughes. does have a plan. That was right ha about that. Halle's first uh, directing job. It was a lot of work. She's like, Darren has so much but, yeah. but it was worth it in the end. She's fighting, directing, acting, so and she cool. hired Shamar Moore to play like the the ring guy, some kind of a promoter, Shamar. like a sh shady guy, like mm -hmm. badass. And Chad met him there, and and, and, and wow. Hallie introduced them, and Hallie basically got go. Shamir on the show. Dude. So, and he did a, he did a really good job. He was job really good in yeah. there. He was know? actually really so, good. Yep. So, but like, I, still, I still kind of like what I visualized what it would have been. But also, oh. Jackie Chan was supposed to be Kane. Oh what? my gosh! Whoa! Why are these? Tell me, he did I'm, he pass? I, his people would I don't even know. I gotta be honest with you. Um, wow, Jackie would have been good, but dude, I, I'd like to. I, I know this I, I guy. Think was, that was the right switch. It was. Yes, this yes. guy. I was about to say this guy. He was. One it would have been just Jackie Chan. Like, what are you doing, John movie? Yeah, it's just, you're too. You're too. Yeah. too he was my favorite he character was, in, in this new. He yeah, was, yeah. So he was amazing. I dude, I love. I'm, I'm retired. I'm not gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. My daughter doesn't matter. And the doorbells ding ding. I mean, that was really clever, man. But you know who was the fat suit, right? No. I didn't even know this. That was Scott Atkins. He's like a full-on martial arts actor, death stalker. Wait, okay. Yeah. That's why I was like, how yeah. is this big guy throwing yeah. these legs yeah. like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? You want on? to kill him? Yes. He wants to kill you. Yeah. You want to kill me? Yeah. Who do you want to kill? Oh. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Kill, kill, kill. yeah, he was great. Kill you. 
So he's been friends with the directors and all that. He, he was a martial artist, became an actor, the whole thing. So they put him in the fat suit. And he just ran ragged with the voice and the whole it was thing. Great. You know? He was awesome. It was super fun. It worked. So it really he worked. was hard to kill. He was really hard to kill. <laughs> yeah, he was, was hard annoying. to kill. I remember that movie. Oh, Steven Seagal. Seagal. Yeah, that was yeah, the best yeah. one. It was a great one. And he got that part because, like, Mike Ovitz was like, he was training him and stuff like that. And he, really? and he gave him that part. Well, how would he get the part? Like, yeah. look at him. I, I know. <laughs> I don't know how he get that. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> how would he get that part? You know, I was at an award <laughs> show once. I'll just tell you this about my little Steven Seagal story. And he walks into an award show. It was at uh, the Beverly Hilton. Okay, you know, where they show the Golden Globes and stuff. Yeah. May have even been the Golden Globe. And he walks in with his falcon. He had a falcon on his a shoulder. Falcon. Where was the snowman? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and, they, and they didn't, they said, listen, we don't, we don't have a lot of pets. He's like, this is not a pet. This is my yeah. spiritual creature. And he's like, yeah. no, it's a pet. And they're like, nope. So anyway, the Falcon got loose in there for a minute. It wasn't fun. Yeah. But that's my Steven yeah. Seagal story. Yeah. It, comes in, it, will, it is trained. It feeds off my energy. You know that he, it will not move yeah, from this yeah. spot. Dang! It goes in. People are like, ah! <laughs> it's out of control. The Falcon's just yes. flying around the Circling Golden Globes. Circling around. Yeah. Like I mean, that, yeah. that show at the zoo and you yes. sit there and the Falcon no, buzzes you. Seriously. Yeah. And he's there going like this. This is not working. <laughs> I mean this. I'm like, what are you doing? He's trying to get a call to yes, his wrist. Yes, but, but it's not, yeah. didn't do it. Falcon could have cared less. Well, the director, John Wick, was a, was a stuntman on uh, Under Siege with Steven Seagal. And no he's way. so rough, he actually broke his clavicle. He's so rough on the stunt people. Oh, I saw a, a social <laughs> post where he was like, I'm going to show you a move where I do. Oh, yeah, wait. <laughs> incapacitate <laughs> a guy. But you got to be careful. You don't want to go too, too hard on his neck. And he just goes. And just, and the guy's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Well, he's, he's he's done good in his career for everything, and you know, for, is he really for, trained in that though? Like, he is he really a badass? He has a lot of guns. He knows how to shoot. He, okay, he's Steven Seagal. Yeah, wow. he had like three or four good, good he movies. Did. He, he did. He did. Yeah. He yeah. Yeah. Time yeah. to kill. Yeah. Under siege. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. There yep. were some good ones. Um, yeah. Hard to kill. On Deadly sorry. Ground, I think is when uh, oh, things Deadly all changed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Billy Bob Thornton's in that movie. On Deadly Ground. Yeah. Wow. He's in the elevator. Well, I remember you think I look like a pussy with the stock folder unfolded. What do you think? And he opens the door with the claymore. Oh, guys fly out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. All I know is I just remember him in all this Native American gear in that movie, right? Wasn't he wearing like those the jackets? Yeah, and yeah, all the yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackets. I don't. Yeah. I just remember the promo yeah. from that. Yeah. And yeah. I remember that whatever was going on with, with his hair. And look, I'm follically challenged, so I understand. Yeah. But something yeah. was happening, and it was you couldn't see through it at that point. Nah, you were like, boy, that's, that's, only, only that's so many times. Can, only that's so many times you got all these shootouts. All of a sudden, an excuse to throw all the guns down, <laughs> beat him up in a workshop, yeah. put him against a blade, and go back to guns again. You know, uh, yeah. and the same stunt guy with a weird mustache hanging on. Yeah, and, I know. <laughs> Just, There's a whole backstory, and that'll be a whole episode. I'll tell you some of the time, the whole backstory in that show. But, okay, wow. I'm but, um, excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Tearing in the stories. He's but got the best, man. It's story That's how we, we bonded over, over, over action movies. Well, yeah. you've been right. talking about this guy for years. I yeah. mean, he turned you into the marksman that you are. Yeah. You yeah. can now. He's I mean, really good. Uh, Andy is really good. good. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He's not really good. good. No. no. Not when in the presence you, you, of a You build weapons. You take weapons apart. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Well, honestly, it's very important to have the knowledge and the training of firearms especially um if you're in the entertainment industry because Absolutely. i feel like personally and professionally yeah. good point you know it, it, I, i'm not going to call anybody out specifically but i feel like a lot of tragic accidents on movie sets that involve firearms could have potentially been avoided if all the individuals involved had the proper training for um, sure 100 yes. and, and speaking of that whole thing that was them on a, the most low budget possible scenario are you, are you talking about the rust film yeah because yeah. 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 i was in england on john wick 4 when that happened yeah and, and it made everything freeze and hollywood's there's only been three accidents in in history of of a hundred years of films with guns it's the brandon three. lee one right three brandon lee you know who replaced him in that scene was chad sahowski wow director. 
Wow. He was a stunt man. They had, to, they had to CG his face to do the rest oh. of the movie. Oh wow. my gosh, wow, that was tragic. What was the Brandon Lee thing when when Bruce Lee's son died? This, it was, this is how it was something in there, right? This is how it happened. How it okay. Happened. All the accidents that have happened have been revolvers. Okay. Interesting. It won't really happen with all the semi-automatic guns, but Hollywood wiped the floor. It's all toy guns now. It's all just running around with a toy gun. And the problem with that, what we're seeing in the last year or so, is that the, the certain people can't react to nothing. Back to Brandon Lee. The movie was super low budget. Accidents everywhere. The same thing on Rust. All these people quitting, drama, fights, yeah. misery, craziness, just you know, right. the whole thing. Bad producers, all this misery. With the Brandon Lee thing, it's a 44 Magnum. And this is a weird thing. I, I, I know the whole story because I used to do extra work back in the, in the early 90s like a dumbass. It's just fun. You know, no so yeah, so Dude. I worked on this dumb movie. I, I, I'm in, uh, I'm in, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, Wayne's World Two? No, like, you're wow. not. Like you were talking earlier about like having long hair, looking good. I was like, look good. I'm not yeah, kidding. Awesome. I'm not kidding, man. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. So that, that aside, I'm in this scene. It's the whole scene when he walks in there and you know and all this stuff with, with and it's Heather Locklear. And I'm saying, <laughs> I don't remember that scene. And then and then uh, you know oh uh, and then Christopher Walken walks in and the whole thing. So I was on there for a couple of days at Paramount. It was fun. So that aside, the Brandon Lee thing is what happened. So they don't have any dummy rounds. So they, they have a 44 Magnum. They got to have, like, when you aim a revolver at the camera, there's cylinder holes. Right. You see daylight through the four holes unless you put a dummy round. A dummy round is basically a no powder in there and a dead primer or no primer at all and okay. a bullet. So it okay. just has, doesn't, it's like this coffee cup. It does nothing. They didn't have any. So they had like a, on the set, they had a uh, pawn shop, a real pawn shop, a fake oh. pawn shop, whatever. They found real 44 Magnums. They go make oh their own dummies. They get pliers, pull the bullet oh. out, dump the powder out, oh and uh, and they ended up firing off the primers. And when they try to shove the bullets back in, so when the stand-in is doing his thing, aiming the gun for a week before it happens, one of the primers didn't fire, and he goes, pops. Without powder, it's just enough power to drive the bullet into the barrel. You hear a pop. It's a long day. What was that doing? I don't know. They throw the gun in the, in the van. So it's sitting in the van for a week. The scene comes. So I'm on set of this thing called Double Dragon, all right? It's what? got, it's got um, the, the Terminator 2 guy in it, you know, uh, the T-1000. Yeah. Yes. It's got uh, Melissa yes. Milano. Oh, the, yeah, the, the, I remember the, the, this. Uh, Fox, Fox, right? Oh so they come to all the extras. I'm a stupid extra $100 a day. They go, you, you look enough like Vince Klein. Vince Klein's a bad guy in Point Break. That's like, you know, like, I'm war child. I'm on the beach. I'm yeah. shredded. I don't yeah. even work out. I got tats. I'm fucking shredded. So he's... <laughs> He's the one trying to drive Keanu's face into the lawnmower, you know? Uh -huh. He's super nice. Sitting there, just, you know, every movie, you know, hang out, you do nothing. You wait, wait, wait. Oh, of course. And we're just talking about, he's like, you know, he's all bummed out. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, I was up for the, the, the lead bad guy on The Crow. And I missed it because I don't consider myself a good enough actor. This other guy got the part. If I would have got the part, Brandon Lee would be alive today because I would not have shot right at him with the gun. I would have shot past him. I would have aimed right at him right. with a, a non-going right. dumbass did. Right. Like, so what happened? He goes, well, he comes in the scene. He's got groceries. He's holding the groceries. He's doing, sending off his own squibs, milk and blood squibs. He comes in, and the actor aims right at him. So now they put, now they dump out the dummy rounds. One of them is missing a bullet. The bullet's in the barrel. Now they put blanks in the oh. cylinder. Blanks are all powder and no, no bullet. bullet. Now you have the ingredients for the same thing as a live round. Oh bullet is waiting in the gosh. barrel. The blanks are in the cylinder. Wow. The guy fires. Boom. The first one goes off, hits the bullet, connects it, and drives it out, and hits Brandon. Goes, hits him in the spine, goes through his body. He's laying there with all the fake blood, real blood. They're like, oh my that God. looks so good. Wow, so realistic. They can get up, stop messing around, Brandon. And he, and he killed him. Wow. 44? Oh 44 God. Magnum. Yeah, it's a big the other, the other one was oh. Cover Up, 1986. That was John Eric Hexum on the show Cover Up. So they didn't give him any knowledge back then. 
He takes this gun with 44 Magnum blanks, no bullet in the barrel, nothing. 44 He's again. Like, hey, and he hand him the gun, don't tell him anything. And he puts it to his head, look, guys, this is cool. Boom. And he fires the 44 Magnum blank. The blanks back then were way more powerful than they are today. Now they're just barely enough for a flame. So, boom, and it turns his skull into a bullet, went into his brain and killed him. Fragmented his skull. Wow. So there's, the been three, there's been three since then. Oh since, I mean, there's been three God. total since 86. And wow. uh, total in 100 years of Hollywood, there's over f- around 50 people killed in stunts at least. Right. We're not going to CG all the car chases. Right. We're not going to wow. CG all the motorcycle stunts. We're going to CG all the, f- you know, they where's, do a lot. Wow. Where's that category at the Academy yeah, Awards? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, wow. so there's like my inside stories on, wow. on all that. But right now, the movies are looking terrible. Like when you don't have a real gun, it moves like it's plastic. Yeah. Especially if they don't you know how to shoot. load it right. It doesn't no. work. There's no, it's just a mess. Even more, yeah. even more of a reason. And they're laying in all that in post CGI, all the, all the, all, all the, the muzzle flash yeah. and stuff. But even yeah. more reason now for actors and performers to have training so that they can compensate and actually give a performance now while they have to shoot. Because otherwise, it's they not could be the last line of defense if they know guns. What's going on? Exactly. You, you know, you're right. Because. That was what was so shocking when I heard wow. the news on the set of Rust, and especially having an actor as seasoned as Alec Baldwin. I thought it definitely wouldn't have been him, because in my experience, I've always had a, if there's a gun on set, it's always brought over to me, held like this. Look yeah. at this power. Look First AD, announces. Flashlight through it, see, yeah. there's they nothing. shoot all Cold six. Cold well, gun. They, they, and then they, they, they just in light. case, <sighs> fire it all away. Then you hand it to the actor, and then you're right. You never, unless the... There's no reason. Even it that's be making just me uncomfortable. There. Sorry, if you're visually looking be at careful. me Taren right now. Be careful. Taryn will kill you if you point your You're visually looking at me right now. instinctual. <laughs> I'm acting well, as if I'm pointing a gun look, there, at him. There should Andy, never be any live... The thing is, there should never be any live ammo anywhere near a movie set. Ever. Right. It's right. like, Ever. hey, want to go to my refrigerator? On the right, I've got uh, I've got pneumonia, I've got my milk, yeah. and I've yes. got toxic death poison. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But right. it looks like my chocolate. Right. I put it to the right, and I put a little... No. And when the armorers or whatever are bringing live rounds to shoot during the... During the training, what was that? That's why, like, we do all the live fire at my place in training. If I go to a movie set, it's all blank guns. The end. Right. Mm-hmm. No one's bringing live ammo to a movie set unless right. they're right. a lunatic, right. and that's that's what happened. Exactly right. We're bringing live gotcha. ammo to go shooting on the side and come back. It's just a ridiculous. For and now it's, it's now all of us are paying for it in the industry. Right. They wiped out the guns. Look like crap. They're toy guns. You can yeah. tell by the front. They yeah. can't do reloads. It's just. In movies, look at Heat. Oh, oh, I was going to say, what are your top firefights for movies outside of the John Wick? Like, what are the top three outside uh, of John Wick franchise? Heat is up there. Yeah. Um, the Getaway with Steve McQueen. Oh, yes. yes. Not The Getaway with Alec Baldwin. I was say, <laughs> yeah. No, not that um, one. That was a terrible remake. Um... A Matrix has that awesome scene oh, yeah. cement flying oh, yeah. and the music is racing. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. In the, oh, dude, when he hides the post. Yeah. On a, but, but back Amazing. to Heat, like, you know, uh, Michael Mann knows shooting. Michael Mann shot at the Southwest Pistol League where I started my whole career back 30-something years ago. He shot there with Jim Ziviani. Jim Ziviani was a, a grand master, a master class shooter. He's on my cup twice. I'm on there like 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was. He yep. knew, he, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right yep. Now, He's on there twice. Amazing. I'm on there 50. But anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I'm being a total jerk. No, no, but, that's no, but good. He, I got to meet him, and it was an honor because he is in Miami Vice. He's in in the first episode. There's a famous scene. I've I, I, I in the pilot. Him. Or the very the, pilot episode okay. when they changed out the captains to to they changed yeah. out to they had the guy from uh, Barney Miller right before they, they brought in him. Edward James almost or was it getting, they weren't getting along whatever and they sh- killed him my guy killed him my my shooter friend my one of my mentors that evilness with 
Castillo was made that show good. Oh, it was just okay. like, hey, what's up, guys? No, hey, no, how's no. your day going? No, it was, it was Crockett Tubbs. Yeah. Get in here. And his acne scars and dude, his misery and his dumb yeah. revolver you know, my and dream, his Bushido background. My dream is to, I, I think... It was so ahead of its time, Miami Vice, not to digress Miami Vice, I'm a big Miami Vice fan. Oh, I love it. I was too young when it was on, but I've watched it, I watched it back when I was older. I saw and Everybody's like, on there. Liam Neeson, dude, uh, Julie Bruce Roberts, Willis, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis. everybody. Yeah, everybody. Uh, Stanley got, Tucci. Got their start. Yeah. Everybody Every, was on that show. On I mean, dude, it but was, that show was almost like a movie every like the shows nowadays can't compare. The soundtracks, the way I it was will, shot. It was like a movie. Is, if anybody wants to go back and see something, it's on the Peacock Network now, not that yeah. I owe them anything. And it's in HD, it looks great. Dude, it's so crazy cool and ahead of its time. The music, God. the clothes, the cinematic. And Don Johnson knew his gun. So dude, cool, dude. He did. And what's kind of fun, I had an honor to work. I got to work on Miami Vice, the the one with Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Okay. Like, I blew up with the Wick thing, but we'll back it up to some stories that people have heard a hundred times. Is, like, I, I really, I love Miami Vice. And yeah, he had a I Bren 10. He had a, like, they picked a great gun. Because, like, I was leading up to that guy helped Michael Mann pick cool guns. And there's a scene in that first episode where... That he has a Spaz 12 shotgun. The one from uh, Terminator was like, he's Spaz 40 angel, and don't load that, blah, blah, you know. Yeah. Goes, goes, <laughs> he goes into the police station, you know, like, and shredding everybody with it. <laughs> I will kill you, you know, with so, this gun. Yeah. Come so, on. So he blasts these guys in this limo, kills them all, and this cop runs up, freeze, freeze, put out the gun. It's a little nerd, right? Put it down, put it down. And so what we do in competition is called the El Presidente, where you turn like this. He's got his shooting glasses on or yellow. like He's got his gun hidden, concealed carry, 45, of course. Back then was the shit. So he draw. He comes down and he goes double taps him, Mozambique's him in the head, and the stunt guy goes flying, lands on the cement without breaking his fall. The only gap mistake I would say it also showed up in heat is where the squibs are in cable lines coming out of his ankle with duct tape on his heel. But only a jerk like me would see that. Wow. So if really? you look, if you look at heat when when uh, De Niro busts in with the sig and he's like he's like where you know where's Wayne Grove? Where is Wayne Grove? Oh, and he yeah. breaks the glass. The guy's like I don't know. You know that actor's in every movie yeah. in history. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Yeah. He's, he's sitting on his couch. Yeah. And he shoots out. Yeah. Taps him. Well, first off, the yeah. editor screwed up because the squibs are sitting there. You can see him on the see shirt. Him. Like, like, yeah, then he gets shot. Too. They don't show the squibs go off. You might as well just put stage blood. Then when he falls, no, I love heat. I'm going wrong. And when he falls, you see his leg come. You see duct tape and the three <laughs> squibs on his on his foot. Um, Dude, of the cables, like his cables are there flying up out of his leg. I've never noticed. I this. never <laughs> noticed it. I'm a weirdo. So. Wow. So. Go go back and watch Heat. That really is a great film with <laughs> Robert Amazing De Niro so good. and Al Pacino. Oh, the best shootout. Is yeah. So good. Ever. And, and also because Michael Mann wanted the sound of that street. Like a lot of movies, yeah. the sound of a punch is as soft as the sound of a gunfire. Michael Mann knows his guns, knows his shooting, and he brought in uh, uh, Mick Gould was the trainer guy. And then I got to finally work on Miami Vice, which is super cool. My friend Chris Perez like works at Wayside Sheriff's Department. He's like, do you want to you want to meet Tom Cruise and watch him train for a movie? I'm like, yeah, it's collateral, right? Oh, I did nothing, right? Oh, my gosh. And him and I Another. were like, no. And me and Chris are like shredding the country. We're winning matches, three gun, everything. We would just sit around and, and brainstorm gun ideas and win. And so I run down, it's right by Magic Mountain, it's a wayside chair spot, run across the street, and there's Tom Cruise, white t-shirt, long hair, and he's walking with this guy doing his thing. And that's how I got involved to meet Michael Mann, and I built this custom gun. So it's this crazy Infinity 2011. I didn't build guns back then, I was just a stupid shooter guy, broke AF. You built this gun? I had Infinity build the ultimate gun. So it's a 45, it's a two-port comp, uh, crazy 2011, high capacity, all this stuff, right? So they come to my place, and Michael Mann lays out a million guns from this Mike Gibbons armor guy, but it's all just random shit. It's just regular guns, right? And I, like a, like a little jerk, 
put my little table aside my personal three gun super elite guns right <laughs> you know Taryn has and the Ferraris so, of so we're gonna send of, links of by the way for everything he's saying yeah. so you know what the hell he's talking so, about so, right? so, so Colin Farrell rolls up and I'm like dude he's way taller than I thought he'd be he's like he's like six one I thought he's like five wait really yeah he's a like, tall guy he's like six foot I was like I thought I mean, whatever Colin Farrell yeah isn't that wow. interesting I would have thought he was I thought he was like five seven yeah yeah I thought he was like cruises height maybe he had big heels on I don't know so he comes out and he's super I thought he'd be like just like arrogant he's partying Britney Spears he's wild days Ah, crazy right, partying, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's super nice. He's super cool. He's like, he's like, this place reminds me of Ireland. It's beautiful. It just rained. It was beautiful mountains in my property mm -hmm. and everything. He goes to my table. He's like, wow, look at that AR with the Beta Mag and this crazy pistol. And and then his PA runs up. He's like, uh, Colin, that table is not part of the shoot. <laughs> this is your gun. You're gonna pick out. He's like, uh -huh. so then, so then, <laughs> all the training starts. And Mick Gould is a trainer. He's a trainer that did heat and all this stuff. And uh, he's from uh, he's SIS from England. All this stuff. So um, <laughs> I build this custom gun from Infinity to come down. And it's like, we're talking about it for weeks. Michael Mann wants a certain way. Ship it back 100 times. He's shipping back iPhones 100 times. He wants them the right way. He's super serious, right? All these guns, all this stuff. The guns show up. And the, the company over-greased the crap out of them. Like, like you don't, you know, because oh. I, I don't get to get them first. They just show up out of the box. Right. And they expect everyone to take all day long, wipe off 8,000 napkins of goo, right? So the gun mm, comes oh out. Boy. It's like the alien about to bite, bite Paul <laughs> White. You know? It's just like, <laughs> draining out of the barrel. So when you put oil oh, down a barrel. No. So Colin Farrell shooting these Smith & Wesson 45s are working fine, right? They're shot to pieces. He's walking along, and the guy goes, Hoo! he goes, ha, 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 doing his thing. It's all decent training. So then he comes up, he's like, the gun is here, the gun is here. They announce the gun. My first time, like, trying to get a gun in a movie, like, it's something I always want to do. They pull the gun out, they load it up, and it's a 45, and it's got high-capacity mags that are big. And I, and I had, like, two big, giant ones in my pockets. I know what's going to happen. They're not going to work, right? So he goes up, and he goes, boom, boom, and it doesn't go into battery because it's so puked out and oily, right? Mm. So they're like, what do we do? What do we do? And I walk up, and I nudge it closed. That. <laughs> and then I shoot some more, and it does it again. All you got to do is, you know, anyway, so... I go, I, and I, say, I make up this excuse. Let, let me let me check this out. I'm just this guy. I'm not terrible, but I'm just this guy. He's like guy. a gun rocket scientist. No, he, no, he, like, yeah, he is. It is. It is. It's a gun rocket scientist. You know, like, you know, like when Steve Jobs would like talk about dude. Apple technology, <laughs> and halfway through, the audience is like, dude. I don't know what this guy's saying, I used to but watch I really am so interested yeah. in his work. He <laughs> couldn't even complete his own sentence because he had so many things going on in his brain. <laughs> yeah. And I just I feel like he's, a little he's, I feel like you literally are that. He's a brilliant, like, dude. The, he's wow. brilliant. So they got all these yeah. targets lined up, yeah. and they're all standing there. And I, yeah. I, I've been like hiding in the background. Yeah. It's like it's it's, just, it's annoying. So I load this mag, and I just go, whoosh, hose these targets down. They held the gun tight. They weren't telling them to hold the gun very tight. He was limp-wristing it. Huh? And then I set it down, and I walk away, and Colin Farrell's like, limp -wrist. and it just shred it. Perfect hits, everything. like And put it down. It's working, and Colin. I walk away. And Colin Farrell's like, "Who are you? <laughs> Who are you?" And you went so, in. You're like, "I'm Darren. I'm Darren Butler." Who are you? So it took, it took like ten years till like oh. I really got something cool going on. But that gun never shows up in the movie. It's cut out of the movie completely. So wow. super okay. bummed because I'm at the Nationals, shooting the three gun Nationals, and with all my buddies, and like this gun, we're talking about, we're talking to all my friends about this gun. The scene, the movie happens, big shower sex scene with Jamie Foxx and the girl. Mm -hmm. Big shower sex scene with Colin Farrell and the girl. Remember that. The yeah. movie credits come up like, where's my gun? He's, 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 a, he's a SIG 550 SP for the whole movie, no pistol, right? Like one mm -hmm. scene he loads up with a little tiny Infinity we built for the backup gun, like goes, Ch -ch -ch -ch. but there's no pistols. And I call the producer guy who lives right by me. I'm like, I'm like, like, dude, what the hell is this? This, this thing is ridiculous. Like, all that you cut the whole gun. I was like, what are you worried about, you jerk? I go, well, you know what? It sucks. Whoever the love bug beat it. 
So deal with that. Herbie you know, the love bug. I did. It beat it <laughs> in the box office. Herbie the love bug beat it. Herbie the love bug beat it. Lindsay Lohan. Oh my god. Lindsay Lohan. Oh my god. So it is what it was. So um, wow. But then I got lucky enough to be ch- chosen by Chad to uh, outfit the guns for the Wick franchise. That that wow. changed my whole life. Changed the whole company. Dude, you've everything. done an incredible job. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, dude. I mean, and not and not to brag, but I was I was actually there. You were there when you came up with all of it. With the, with the pit fight. I mean, I was there through all of it. I was. I got my two. All of it. Yeah. I I remember you. I've seen your company literally go from a shed. To an empire, yeah, a stupid garage. Yeah, like literally. Wow. And like, I've always been drawn. I mean, again, action movies and 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 wanting to be an action star and then making action movies is something I've always wanted to do. So I was always you started with the truth can did. kill. Yeah, part one and two. I did. I no. made like home seven, seven years old. They made us be in. It. Yeah, I yeah. made like yeah. I, I, one day we'll 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 have to we release them. I, I money plane, which Taryn really bailed us out on because uh, I got a producer credit. You got it. Was an EP I'm on it. He, yeah, absolutely, awesome. man. <laughs> Any action movie I do, I Taryn, I Taryn has to produce it and and help me make it cool because. Uh, yeah. In that movie in particular, we were in the ninth inning and we lost all of our locations. And I called Taryn. I was like, Taryn, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm trying to make this movie and we have no location to shoot. And he literally was cool enough and he said, just come shoot it on my property. So wow. the entire last wow. little action sequence, he let uh, us just... Yeah. Range shredding everybody. Yeah, it was awesome. Super it was cool. really awesome. Uh, yeah, so, so... Way to go. Yeah, and then not only that, has he been a dear friend of mine uh, just forever. He's he's just... I'm, I'm such a fanboy. I can't... I can't <laughs> stay... No, I know, dude. I used to watch obsessed. videos of him yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, before dude. we were You friends. said something funny. Like other... Santa Claus. Yeah. He's like, Taryn's here. I can't believe it. It's Christmas morning. Look at this. You know, there's always this raging debate about guns and violence and guns and violence. And here's what I have to say about here's what I have to say about that is that because I just don't want people to think like oh they're talking about guns guns have saved millions and millions of lives okay yes. we are a fighting species that's we've always done it okay and species still fight in the world it exists today. in nature and Matt talks to this every day the guns themselves right they're not going out there and killing anybody education is the key in my opinion I think gun safety gun education is the key that's what you specialize in. If if you are on a set, if you are on a team or a product that has of to Taren, protect, that right. Taryn is even trained, that's is right. on a set. That's right. He's giving then, he, it's, it's, then it's a that knowledge will save lives. Okay, in our business, we have to depict real life. Weapons are a part of life. They have been for hundreds of years. Yeah. Okay. Thousands of years, but the safety and education is how we keep everybody safe. Yeah. All right. And and yeah. you are a, a a a literally you are the pinnacle of that and represent all that is about that. And that is why I believe somebody like yourself is invaluable. Is is vital mm-hmm. to any production Absolutely. or any team Couldn't that agree comes more. down to depicting something that happens in real life on screen and keeping people safe. Well, when the That's pan- what you when do pandemic best. happened, everybody came up. People, everyone you know, I don't name names but so many people oh i know you would never believe uh, let me just tell you for our listeners a ton of famous sure people they're super safe yes they have a lockbox. They, they brought their kids and their yep. kids are famous to make yep. sure they know how to handle this gun yep. versus like somebody finds a gun boom it goes off yes they keep it safe they know it's in the right spot it's the last line of defense privately even, a lot of people are gun owners that even talk about you know yeah. how bad guns are <laughs> that's what Why i find not? so funny is, like you, know, you don't need to have the double standard we can all just say look it is about gun safety. There's nothing wrong yeah. with having one as long as you are safe and you are really knowledgeable and you're really skilled. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's exactly. what it comes down to. Which is how I mean that's that, That's how Andy became Yeah. yeah I, I mean I, I don't I don't I don't tell this often but I'll I'll tell I'll tell it now. Um the reason one of the reasons I, I got into just self-defense and safety is when I was a young kid, 
uh, there was a, a couple of attempted kidnaps on yes, me. Yes, there were. And there was a guy who had a burned face, and he grabbed me in a mall, and I got away from him, and then wow. he ended up showing up outside of our house, and he opened yes. up the front. We used to have scripts delivered all the time in Manila envelopes, and I used to like the delivery drivers, and so he caught on to that somehow and knocked on the door, had him in Manila envelope. Yeah. I went to reach it. He went like this. I went to reach it again. He did this again, and yeah. I knew instinctively not to go for it, so I slammed the door on him, but I'll never forget that burned face, and, and then from that moment... Um, my mom ended up getting us private security, and well, I had because, we had was, to have well, it because let, let me, was, let me well, set it up. It, it was serious. For, this guy was sending a letter, yeah, every state from the East Coast as he got closer to California. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It was very serious. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. We had yeah. to have security. I was very famous at the time, so I had twenty four hour security. To, but to one, but it became to, to one point, real we, serious. we actually have that. Though. I know, and I we know. we actually had we actually had our private security arrest. Another stalker that went, Matt and I went to the same uh, school at one point. They showed and up. They, they arrested him, the stalker, in the boys' locker room of our school. Anyway, so these guys, mm. Bob and Lou and Harry and Brett, they took me to the shooting range when I was seven or eight years old. And they said, Look, last line of defense, if we go down, Bob's your point guy. On his ankle, he's got a 38. Here's how you shoot it. And, yeah. the, and at seven, eight years old, I was, went shooting with these guys and I oh. felt. Of the responsibility and the the power of a weapon, and I recognized it as something not as a toy, and I and I knew enough about it and how to how to make it function that uh, I, I think I had a, a safe uh, kind of awareness about it since a young age. You always had a very, me, you very had a very mature mentality about it, and and yeah. you and you you always wore the weight of the responsibility of what it represents. Absolutely, you know that responsibility is vital. Yeah. it's vital. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and 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 that's what you epitomize, and that's why I think that your skill set is just invaluable. It really, it really, yeah. it really is. And yeah. it's always a weapon that comes and stops the situation. That's, yes, that's, yeah, I, it is. Yeah. It's true. It is. It really is. Like, I there's mean, a guy named Dickens. There was a, there was a mall like six months ago. And yeah. the guy was shooting everybody in the mall, and this guy just drew and took out the bad guy CCW 40 carrier. yards away and saved I don't know how many people. But you know yes. what's funny? That's right. You won't you don't, ever, you don't you hear a lot hear about those that. stories. No, they don't want that story out there. Right? Yes. There's a Isn't lot amazing? of them. I do pray about this all the time, and I try to stay hopeful that the majority of people are are sane-minded, right? And yeah. they understand. And it's not even a political issue because so many times as we live in this hyperbolic chamber of everything's got to be politicized, right? Yeah. Along party yeah. lines, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I feel we all share. There's a majority of people who still share in my favorite policy, which is common sense. Yeah. It's math. Yeah. It's yeah. not about ideology or yeah. politics or what yeah. side of the aisle you're on. Yeah. It's about common sense. Like, even in this area, we're like near Beverly Hills, this beautiful area. It's not what it was five years ago. No, and not. even 10 years ago was amazing. No. I, I, I remember now, I saw the chief of police said, please do not wear your expensive watches or handbags out. Now you have people that have either been lucky, worked hard, probably a combination of all that stuff. They get to live in a beautiful affluent area. Yeah. I don't begrudge them. Okay, I've been through my fair share of ups and downs. I've had a lot. I've had nothing. You know, work my way back to get something. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know? I think the right. one thing that but, I, I but, do want to establish for us is that every dollar that we've ever had, we made. And we ourselves. actually yeah. took care of each yeah. other. Absolutely. We took care of our and like, and like I said, we've had some. And you could read the headlines. Yeah. We've lost it all. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Yeah. It's been taken from us. And yeah. now we're trying to work our way back. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, at the end of the day, like, if if you work hard. That self-validation comes if from. If you work hard. Yeah, and how and, are and you? the way you want to express that is by a nice timepiece or a nice car. Like, why can't you wear that? All of a sudden now you live in Beverly Hills and, and the police, the chief police is saying, please don't wear your nice stuff outside. Like, because what? everyone's getting their hands, like, people right. getting their hands chopped right. off. I like, understand, like, but that's you know, not because okay. Because they, they defunded the police out here. I, I know a lot of the LAPD, everybody out so here, they defunded them. They took rid of their special units that help mm. protect everyone. 
and there's no consequences. None. You can do whatever you want, and you're not going to go to jail. And the crazy. So why, crazy. why would you just not do what you want? And it's the real really crux sad. is the real wealthy are just hiring private security. Right. No way. I was about to say. No. You know what's funny about That's this? That's the hypocrisy. No way. Here's the hypocrisy. It's driving the demand for a personal firearm up. Not down oh, because you got to protect yourself from crime. The sales during the pandemic were off the charts. Right, right. So right. what? So off it's so the funny. Charts. The same my, politicians my are going. Is, we got to make these things out. Well, how can we have these in our country? Are making policies that are fueling the fire. My problem is yeah, unbelievable. Exactly. The same people that are that are that are saying guns are the cause, not the people behind the guns. It's the guns. Okay, and we we know. And again, common sense is take the guns. They'll the guns build away, a bomb. If you know, grab machetes. The common sense is if you do this and you take the ability to protect yourself away, the bad guys are always going to be able to get them. That's true. So you're, all you're yeah. doing is preventing the good, good people guys from getting helping, them. Okay, helping the good defend. people from yeah. getting them. Yeah. Okay, so that doesn't make any sense. It's not politics for me, all right? Yeah. Because people have a right to any opinion that they want. I'm just talking about common sense. Well, look at Chicago, okay? the biggest gun restrictions in the world. And it's the in, most in violent the United States. Wow. The violence. Right. Yeah. right, exactly, because bad guys will always in find Detroit, ways to get guns. New York. It's the good people wow. that you prevent. Yeah. And the biggest hypocrisy for me is that these, these same people that somehow are leading us and representing us, which still to this day, on both sides, I don't know how it happens because these people, I don't get it. But um, they live behind not one gate, but two gates, sometimes yeah. three, and they have yeah. people protecting people that protect people that protect them. Yeah. And all yet, the, with guns, right? All paid for, exactly. all paid for by yeah. taxpayers. By ta taxpayers. <laughs> and the people yeah, that they yeah, don't yeah. want to be able to protect yeah. themselves Wonderful. are the people that can't afford any of that anyway, stuff. Yeah, we got. It's a very scary thing. Again, it's not political because yeah. everybody has a right to their emotions and feelings. But if we take all that out, you just look at common sense. I almost feel like it's math sometimes. Yeah. Like one plus one does equal two. Anyway, Taryn, I love you, man. I I have so much respect for you. I just everything about you and Taryn Tactical Innovations. Everybody that works it's there, amazing. The intimacy, the artistry. Yeah. Uh, that respect. goes into it. The respect yep. is uh, it trickles down from the top, and I just I, I got so much uh, love for you and and everything that you do and everybody. Well, this went by like in, in a blink of an eye. I know. We have to do it again. We have to do it again. Come back. We have to do a chapter two on the range. You know I what? Please. Chapter we're gonna two. Be, we're going to be see three brothers that are this close, can say funny things and or be a little whatever, and still and still just be brothers is amazing. I really appreciate that. You we know, are blessed to have each other. We are you know, family. We, uh, true American we, family. We, yeah. we, we do sure. have a tremendous bond, and we're very grateful <laughs> we'll to have each other. We really yeah. do. Taryn's got yeah, a great yeah. brother, too, John. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. That's right, awesome. man. To John. There you go. John, everybody. We love you, bud. All right, man. All right, Taryn, thank you so much. Everybody, thank you so much for joining yes, us today. Thank you. We will see you next time. Round of applause Rubber for our amazing friend, Taryn. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Bye, guys. Great. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. For more Lawrence Brothers, join our Patreon.